Welcome back, everyone. This is Eric Ellison with the Digital Education Podcast. I'm amidst a series of called Get Ready, where I ask heads of schools the question, school leaders and heads of schools, the question of what's at the top of your mind or what, what are you thinking about different this year as you prepare for next fall compared to any other year in the past, just because of the situation we're in. So today I'm with Tom Conjoin who's become a mentor of mine, a friend, uh, just somebody I enjoy, get to play golf with him. Um, but he's the head of school at Village Christian in Southern California. So, Tom, what are you thinking? Well, thank you, Eric. And likewise, always enjoy spending time with you and learning from you and appreciate all you do for Christian schools. And so I'm, I think as heads of school, we have to think about everything. That's part of our job. That's uh, what makes our job so diverse and so interesting, never a dull moment. But I thought one thing uh, that's really come to mind in the last couple of weeks has been the importance of co-curricular programs to schools like mine, and how can we keep those going in an environment of government regulation and restriction uh, next fall. So, Tom, as, as you think about that, like what I, and I've heard a lot of people, you know, talk about co-curriculars in the football season and this and, and all that. Like what makes the co-curricular such a special part of what you do and, 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 and the work that you do at Village Christian? Yeah. So when we were forced to, to be safer at home and couldn't come on campus, the students were upset. Uh, not being able to see their friends and not being able to be with their teachers, but they were passionately upset about missing out on their sports, their artistic performances, and all of their uh, traditions, like retreats and, and things of that nature. And so that really kind of not surprised me, but really drove home this idea that what we're doing at schools, particularly schools like ours, is so much more than just in-classroom learning. We're really creating a uh, series of experiences for kids. We're creating a culture or an environment in which they really grow and develop and, and learn all those life lessons and relationships and role, mo role models. And then uh, maybe really the memories that they're gonna have the rest of their life and, and how important those experiences are to all of our students. You know, if you're at your 25th reunion or whatever it might be, you talk a little bit about the teachers that you love, but you also mentioned the big game or the big performance and, and you can almost vividly remember details of that experience much more than anything you learned in geometry class. And so as we look at this environment of co-curricular programs, it's interesting in a couple of respects. One is I think that the government authorities and those who are gonna put the restrictions on us don't truly understand how important those aspects of our school are. They, they probably think of them as non-essential. But as private schools go, those are really essential items to what we're offering uh, to the family and to the student. And I think when parents decide whether they'll invest the money in their kid's education, they certainly want them to get into the college of their choice, but more than that, they want them to have all these experiences of the co-curricular programs just as much. 
And so we've got to figure out a way to keep those alive and somehow meaningful in the midst of what might be really, really troubled waters for them. It's amazing. You mentioned the 25 year reunion. I just had mine a year ago. And all we did was talk about the basketball team and our games, the baseball team and this and that. And it was, I mean, you know, for me, I look back at going to, you know, a great place where I had, you know, memorable experience, but it was, those were, those were at the core of, of those memories and of those relationships. So let me ask you one last question, because I'm, I'm interested. Are, are there any creative solutions that you're throwing around? That, that would allow you to, I mean, not only start up school, but allow you to, to, to have seasons and to have theater and to do choir and band and all the stuff that kind of make the added enjoyment for these, for, for the education? Yeah, for example, you know, we're waiting to hear what the CIF, which is our governing body for sports, will and will not do in the fall. And we've already had discussions with other schools, heads of school and athletic directors. If, if that governing authority doesn't want to get involved and they sort of wash their hands of fall sports, would we create our own and really look at opportunities for kids to continue to be able to play those sports in safe ways that uh, really comply to whatever the regulations are, but we wouldn't rely on another governing body to, to, uh, create those for us. We do it ourselves. And that could be anything from our own leagues, our own playoffs, to maybe coming up with alternatives to sports. You know, who's to say that your volleyball season, which in, in Southern California is in the fall, couldn't be a, a two-on-two volleyball season versus a six-on-six. Six. Um, perhaps in football, if you can't play tackle football, what if you can do passing league and find things for your linemen to do, like lineman games? Um, we, we think that more than getting a CIF title, what kids and parents want is their students to have the experiences with their coaches and their teammates, and we have to do so in a safe way. Similarly with the arts, we're talking, we're right here in, in the middle of Hollywood and the studios, and we're talking to our parents who work in those places to find out how they're going to be able to shoot their TV shows and how they're going to be able to do their performances and maybe we can learn from them how to do it safely when we look at our plays and our, and our musical performances um, using similar types of strategies that they're, they're going to be allowed to use to get their businesses back online and, and finding ways for our teachers to adapt what we've normally done to that new world of, of restriction and requirement. Well, it's amazing to think, you know, creatively about some of this stuff that might just re-energize some of the the fun stuff that we get to do so tom thanks for your time thanks for your wisdom i appreciate you thanks eric thanks for doing this